0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us his word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast today. We're continuing through Matthew 16. Well, we've seen some interesting things. Let's just pick it up right here in verse 24. Watch this. Verse 24 begins with this. Then Jesus said to his disciples, okay, it says, then, then, well, what had just happened? Remember? Yeah, he had just told Peter, literally, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You're not setting your mind on God's interest, but you're setting your mind on man's interest. And this is after Peter had come along and said, hey, you're the Christ, you're the Son of the living God. And Jesus had told him, yeah, you're right, you're correct. And, and boy, upon this, this is some great stuff right here, right? But then Peter turns around, says that. The Lord continues on. Then Jesus says to his disciples, so catch this, <coughs> verse 24. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Now, immediately, we are aware that we're very familiar with this thought, with this mindset, with this passage. But perhaps we didn't know the context of it. That He had just told Peter, hey, you're a stumbling block to me. Why? Because you're speaking the words of the adversary. You're speaking the words of the accuser. You're speaking of the one that resists me, and is coming against me. You're not setting your mind on God's interest you are setting your mind on man's interest. But Jesus wants them to know some things. If anyone comes after me, you're going to have to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. See, they did not know yet that the cross was going to be the means of death for Jesus. He had been telling them that he was going to die. I remember, he had just told them that that's when Peter had come and said, Lord, no. Jesus had told him, hey, I got to go to Jerusalem. I want to suffer many things. At the hand of the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, I'm going to be killed, but I'm going to be raised from the dead. Okay? I'm going to be raised. But he tells them, you need to realize, you have to deny yourself. Verse 25, Jesus speaking. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So often people misapply, misinterpret, et cetera in this verse. If you lose your life for His sake, you will find it. Verse 26. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in the glory of His Father with His angels, and will then repay every man according to his deed. That little every man according to his deed, (coughs) that's a a quote from the Old Testament. It's out of the Psalm, it's out of the Proverbs, and there's all sorts of uh, allusions to it in the New Testament, that the Son of Man is going to come, and he's going to repay. But he's coming in the glory of his Father and with his angels. It's interesting, just in this verse right here, it makes you sort of wonder, with whose angels? Are they Jesus' angels? Are they God the Father's angels? They're the angels of the Most High God, Father, Son, and Spirit, <laughs> right? But he will repay every man according to his deeds, according to the deeds of that man. Last verse for day, verse 28, Jesus still speaking. Truly I say to you, There are some of those who are standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. (laughs) Boy, don't you know when Jesus is saying these things, these disciples, these guys are going, what in the world? What is he speaking about? What is he talking about here? Here we are, just in this chapter right here, okay, just in this chapter. There had been this really intense encounter uh, with Jesus and the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They were testing Jesus, and they demanded that Jesus show them the sign. And Jesus says, no, no, you're not going to get a sign. The only sign that's going to be given you is the sign of Jonah. And then Jesus warns the disciples, hey, beware the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Remember that? Well, they thought they were getting in trouble because they forgot to bring bread along. And Jesus said, why why are you discussing this thing? He said, do you have that little faith? Did you forget about what happened with the 5,000 that were fed? Did you forget what happened with the 4,000 that were fed? No, what I'm saying to you is beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. And then they went, oh, yeah, oh, okay. They understood that he was talking about the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And then Jesus winds up going to Caesarea Philippi inquires of his disciples, hey, who do people say that I am? Peter comes along with that great declaration, you're the Christ, you're the son of the living God. Jesus said, hey, you're right, Peter, and you're blessed because of this. You know what? My kingdom's going to be built upon this. And the gates of hell, which he was standing at, Jesus was standing at the gates of hell, Mount Hermon, Bashan. Some interesting things there for you to discover, folks. I can't get into them right now. But some interesting things. Go read Michael Heiser's books, okay, particularly Reversing Her Mind." He's standing there, and he's declaring that the gates of Hades will not stand. He said the gate of Hades will not overpower my church, and it's not from the perspective that the gates of Hades are attacking the church. The gates are a defensive mechanism, folks. It's that the kingdom of God is the aggressor. The kingdom of God is the overcomer, and the gates of Hades and the gates of hell itself will not stand against that. Boy, they're excited. Now, Jesus starts telling them, hey, by the way, I'm going to Jerusalem, I'm going to die. Peter says, hey, God forbid, Lord, no, that's not going to happen. Jesus says, are you kidding? Get behind me, Satan. You're a stumbling block here, Peter. You're setting your mind on the things of man, not on the things of God's interest. And then Jesus looks at the disciples and says, you know, anyone who wants to come after me, you're going to have to deny yourself. You've got to take up your cross and follow me. If you seek to save your own life, you're going to lose it. If you lose your life for my sake, though, you're going to find it. Because what's the point? He says, what what, what does it profit a man if he gains everything in the world and yet forfeits his soul? What are you going to give in exchange for your soul? Don't you realize that the Son of Man is going to be coming? And he's going to come in glory. Okay, he's going to come in glory. And every man's deeds are going to receive just recompense from the Most High God. And then he closes this thought right here. He says, you know what? There are some of you standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. And that's really important to hear because of what is going to happen next as a matter of fact the next verse tells us the next scene i mean this this chapter matthew 16 right here is loaded with things that give us insight into the spiritual battle that we're in that give us insight into things that we face day in and day out really 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 encourage you uh, to spend some time with it and see what the lord speaks to you well again i'm dale thank you so much for your time i'll see you later